welcome back to another episode of Now What Shall We Talk About? This week I talked to the wonderful Miss Dana from the podcast That Trophy Wife Life, and I promise you that's easier to type than it is to say, especially for my thick tongue. But uh, anywhere, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just Google That Trophy Wife Life, and I'm sure you'll be able to find her. I was looking through my notes and through our correspondence, and I embarrassingly don't have a last name. Perhaps she's just that famous or wants it, you know, like Cher or uh, Chewbacca, something like that, where there's only just the one name. Maybe she's just Dana. Um, But in this episode, we are all over the board, as I usually am talk about starting a podcast because hers is much more successful than mine so i was looking for some pointers in there uh we do talk about tequila bloody mary versus bloody maria um that was around the time the olympics were on is when we chatted which shows you how much of a backlog i had there and how slow i've been at getting these out apologies matthew um so we talked about the olympics some of the crazy stuff they do there olympics versus x games um Yeah, we just had a good talk we discussed, which I was very hesitant to discuss, my lifelong best unrealized invention idea. So if I see this pop up six months from now on um, some sort of infomercial, I'm coming to get you because it's my idea. So wait till you get to that and you'll realize that it's just the the most perfect thing ever and I've been holding on to this I did it for an invention project in fourth grade and I am now 40 I know I sound like I'm 70 but I'm only 40 Uh, but that's a long time to hang on to an idea I even uh, at one time considered jotting down the address for the invention submission corporation the old commercials used to have on TV where I'm guessing they just probably took your idea and told you it was crap and then stole it, so I never sent mine in there because I was I was a little leery. Maybe it was a scam. But anyway, uh, as always, I love fan interaction, or at least I think I do because nobody ever interacts, and I'm very, very disappointed in you, listener. Um, so send me something. Tell me a funny story. Send me an idea just I'm, I'm begging every time I do an intro send me something just say hi like hey I'm from wherever and the show is very okay or pretty okay or whatever <laughs> you don't even have to say that it's good just be like hey what, what are your thoughts on this and it's me so I can just sit in a room and talk to the wall for an hour about just about anything but, um, yeah, I would enjoy some sort of interaction. Um, I'm going to now be consistently getting these out on time so people aren't so frustrated with me. But email address is now what at talkaboutpod.com. You can find me on Facebook. It's just the name of the show. Now what shall we talk about? Instagram is at now what shall WTA. And if you just take out a bunch of money and you want to give me some because the show is awesome and you love it, it's patreon.com slash N-W-S-W-T-A. And that's all I got for you. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the high-energy Miss Dana from That Trophy Wife Life. Now, what shall we talk about? Um, how do I like Squadcast? 
It's fine. I think it would be better if I had a USB mic uh-huh. versus XLR because <clears throat> those you have the option. Most of them you can plug your headphones into the mic. Yeah. And hear you. God. That's that's and this the one right here. One. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So mine goes through the scarlet and to the computer, but there's no live monitoring. So I can't hear me. Yeah. Which if I have in studio guests, that's the best part is you can hear yourself. So I know if I'm too far away, if I'm too close. Um, so it seems to be fine other than the fact that they don't yet. The tech guy, Mike said, have yeah. live monitoring. Yeah, I've had one person drop off and they said, oh, Internet's sketchy. But uh, other than that, the audio quality, it up, it uploads it as we're recording. Mm-hmm. So I don't get the Internet sound. I get the sound from you locally. It uploads right. it to me. Yeah. So, so. I used Riverside and mm, they, the it's the one. same concept. But f- yep. fuck Riverside, man. Fuck those guys. <laughs> See, I found... Google search because I ran out of local options being in rural Wisconsin very fast for guests who I wanted to have in here. Um, But just Google, like what's the best Uh remote recording? Because I wanted quality. I don't want I I don't like listening to a podcast, even if it's the most interesting thing in the world that has that shitty audio compressed Mm -hmm. shitty sound yeah so i there was riverside there was squadcast there's like usually like a top five list yeah and here's the pros and cons and prices and blah blah and i'm just doing this for fun so i didn't want to pay 80 bucks a month for some fancy whatever yeah and then it's on top of that if you want video because i'm not a professional (laughs) i'm i can talk all day long but i don't get paid for it so whatever um, but for the your number five that I've done remote and I've had one problem 30 seconds in, they dropped off, came back on and it was fine. Oh, man. Yeah. So Riverside, I had I was loving them for a while because their video was good. Their audio mm-hmm. was clean. It was super easy to download. Like I, I really enjoyed them. And then I had one video where I was missing eight seconds. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? And because I, I edit video also, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you know how hard it is to edit video when you're missing eight seconds? Audio's yeah. fine. I can catch it up or whatever. Yes. Video's very difficult. And I was like, oh, that was weird. That sucks. Then my next video, it was like they rolled out this new app for your iPhone. and yeah. one of the girls that I was interviewing used the app and it was awesome all fucked up like it was unusable i had to redo the entire show and that's not what you want to do because if if you're doing just what we're doing is you're talking yeah how do you recreate like you can't be like well remember last time we talked about this let's talk about that again like that yeah. just makes it weird. And it's not like genuine and it's not yeah. and, and that that's what really sucks is because I hop on the call with these girls and we are having a blast. We are just like going to town talking about all this shit. It, it was really funny. It was really good content. I was like crying laughing through the whole thing yep. and then saw that it messed up. And I was you like have nothing heartbroken. I was like, mm-hmm. it was so funny. I just so much to waste. Yeah. And you can't. That's that genuine 
like when you find something so funny that you're crying, laughing, telling the story. Yeah. How the hell are you going to do that again? You can't. You can't. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks. And especially when it's something you're paying for. Uh, that was I got very very Karen-y over that whole thing. I was so mad. And what and what and and you know, no matter how upset you get, what they're gonna say. Well, you know, thanks thanks for letting us know. Sorry, it's not well, like they're gonna pull your your video out of the trash and be like, oh, we found it. Here, yeah, sorry, yeah. you know, it's it's just gone forever. Well, that's what really fucking pissed me off is because I joined their Facebook page because I was having all of these problems and I put a post on their Facebook page. They never approved the post. So nobody ever saw it. Yep. So then I was like, well, fuck you. I'm going to go to somebody else's post and comment on that. So I went and did that. They deleted my comment and I was like, and you're shady as fuck. And I'm yanking my 30 bucks a month back. (laughs) I didn't even think you could do that as a business. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hmm. Well, I'll have to check out how to do that because there's a few I'd like to get rid of. Yeah. Not, a, not for my <laughs> podcast, just I sell real estate so people get heated over that. Oh, and no. prior to that, I had I did custom woodwork for four years. Yeah. And if it's just something where somebody's like, well, how can you charge that much? I can get it for 150 at Ikea. And when I tell them, then go to Ikea and get right? it. Right, yeah. Then they get sassy and post something on my page. And it's yeah. like, nope, you can't can't get rid of that like on, on google, facebook yeah google reviews you can't get rid of either. oh yeah yeah google and so the, doing like reviews i don't think that you can go in and do can't any of that yeah anything yeah but this was like a group that was supposed to be helping you with you know making sure like good audio and stuff like that and they just mm, i wonder if it's a difference between a group like because i can have a group if for a Honda Civic owners group, right? Like a yeah. private group, but as a business page, I couldn't get. I like as the admin of the business page, I couldn't. Really, I could t- if I posted something, I could get rid of it. But if somebody else posted, I couldn't do anything about it. Like you had to flag it, and then they would review it and whatever. And oh. this was three years ago, so maybe something has changed. Yeah. Hopefully, because <laughs> you get one crazy person in there who is just an asshole to begin with and you can't do anything about it or could yeah. do anything about it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, screw that. So you are essentially the, probably the most famous person I've talked to. <laughs> I don't think I'm famous though. <laughs> you are. I mean, you're more famous than I am. <laughs> so tell me about your show. I've listened to a couple episodes. It's on my playlist. Uh-huh. So I knew what who, what I was getting into with this. Yeah. Um, but why why did you start it? So well, I have two of them <clears throat> now. So you know, I started off with that trophy wife life and Yes. Uh that was basically I was doing spoofs. I was doing videos that I was posting to YouTube and uh you know, they they were doing pretty well. People thought they were funny and I was like I'm just going to hop on the on the bandwagon and do a podcast like every mm-hmm. other person in this fucking world. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. Yeah. Everyone's going to want to know what I have to say. And so I started the podcast and uh, it's been 18 months now. And fuck, it's fun. I just really yeah. like doing it. It's so yeah. fun. Yeah. And 
I like it. That is essentially what I did. Not because I care if anybody has to has an opinion on what I have to say. Yeah. I just bored as shit. And I have some friends. I got some family who are hilarious. And again, I ran out that list real quick. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, I mean, we had a buddy of mine in here. We had margaritas, a recipe mm-hmm. from another friend, which wasn't margaritas. It was like, literally a glass of lime-flavored tequila. <laughs> a, a big Wisconsin glass oh, full of lime flavor. That's not a margarita? Weird. <laughs> I, with a splash of club soda, and that made it a margarita for whatever reason. But uh, we were sober when we started, and two hours later, we were not. And we recorded the whole thing, and I have a list of like 15 stories we started telling. Uh-huh. That people want to hear the end of because we interrupted each other to go a different direction. But just like just that, because everybody, when they sit down, it's rural Wisconsin. People listen to podcasts. Some people have no idea what they are, but nobody does it. Mm-hmm. So when they come in to sit down, they're like, OK, like what? Well, I can hear myself. It's kind of weird. And 10 minutes in, everybody's like, just like you're sitting at a bar talking uh-huh. to each other. And then yeah. when they're done, they're like, oh, my God, you, we got to do this again. That was so fun. Yeah. It's just you forget about this and these and you just you just talk. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely my favorite part of it. But my like most favorite is I get people to write in their stories. So I just yes. put out a post and people are sending me their stories and they're so fucking funny. Like you cannot make some of this shit up. And it's just really fun to be able to tell other people's stories. And then you kind of sprinkle in a little of your own. And, you know, Mm -hmm. but that really got audience participation involved. And that made it just another (sighs) level of fun. Yes. And I've been begging every episode, like, send me something. Send me (laughs) an emoji of a middle finger in an email. I don't, (laughs) like, just send something. Say something, for God's sakes. Yeah. And just crickets i have one cousin and i'm gonna matthew thank you again like shares reshares comments on everything like he's phenomenal he's awesome dude but that's like saying you know oh jim the number one plumber in the area according to his mom like (laughs) there's no i need more people because in the i use oh god captivate for the like the hosting yeah for the rss feed thing and they have pretty good analytics in there, and it shows. I mean, there's, God, like I think 27 countries now, just like the downloads for each episode, right. and whatever. And there's a couple thousand, I would say, each week, and it gets more and more as I go. But not a a peep from anyone. And I like, I will send you a, like, I'll Venmo you ten bucks if you say, <laughs> just say, <laughs> tell me something, like, give me a suggestion or something to talk about. Tell me a joke, and I'll read it on air. What, like, just come up you, with something and it's you are nothing. not alone you are not alone like pulling teeth i cannot get my family and friends and i've been doing this for you know a good amount of time now mm-hmm. and it's every time i run across a friend or a family member they're like oh i have your podcast on my list and i'm like oh why don't you take that list and shove it up your ass <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, oh no i i, I played photographer for a friend's wedding a couple weeks ago uh-huh. uh, just for because I can't say no um, and I was like hey did you check out the podcast yet she's like oh that's right no not yet <laughs> and I'm like 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting okay. how, uh, you know, like your aunt Betty wants you to buy her fucking <laughs> unique <laughs> mascara or whatever. And your fucking her cousin 31 is, bag. Yeah, is selling shampoo and somebody else wants you to join their fucking pampered chef party. And then you put mm. your podcast out there and you're promoting it and you're like trying to get people to listen to it. And I'm like, and it's bitch. free. Yeah. Yeah. It's free. It's fucking free. Like, bitch, I just bought your fucking bakeware and you can't give me fucking 30 minutes of your life on a on my podcast. Like and you know damn well you're never gonna use that stone bread pan yeah. that you just bought either. Nobody uses the stone shit because it all sticks to it, even though it says it doesn't stick. It just cracks me up. And it was funny because it was probably 30, 40 episodes into that trophy wife life. And mm. One of my friends reached out to me and she was like, oh, my God, I just started listening to your podcast. It's so good. It's so funny. I'm like, bitch, I've been telling you. Like, yeah, I wasn't keeping it a secret. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And that's I mean, begging. I'm begging. You don't you literally have to do nothing. You're on Facebook anyway. Mm -hmm. I shared the, the link right to the show. Yeah. Like hit the button that says share. Uh huh. That's all you have to do. Yeah, yeah. And, you would think that like they had to pay money to share it or something. Yeah, it's it's one hundred percent free. Mm-hmm. And I understand that there's how many millions of podcasts out there now. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and some I are have, garbage. There's I, some oh, really garbage podcasts out I there. I would say there's of the ones I've listened to. Like I have everyone has their list of just stuff that you like Mm -hmm. for one reason or another. I have a random topics, um, but there's a lot of shit Mm -hmm. and I don't want to be shit. (laughs) But I feel that interaction, having good guests, famous people uh, (laughs) would be just helps because I understand if you're clicking through looking at a podcast and it's like. Uh, now what shall we talk about? Episode two, Ray D and the Margarita. I have no idea who Ray is. So <laughs> like, ne- you know what I mean? Like next, like that's the name of the episode is Ray D and the Margarita. Yeah. To me, like that's kind of funny, but I made it. So yeah. I'm trying to think of what I can do as someone who consumes podcasts. What would catch my eye? What would make me listen? What, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a, it's a complete mystery to me. I'm just, yeah. I, I still enjoy it. I'm not over it yet, but um, hopefully someday yeah, <laughs> somebody so will, will say something to me on Instagram about, or Facebook or something. Yeah. It's all about creating that good content, like creating content that people want to listen to, that they don't mind wasting, you know, 30 minutes of their uh, drive to work listening to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was something that at the beginning for me, I had to be like, okay, listen, Nobody gives a fuck about what I have to say. Like nobody wants to sit with in in their car and listen to me and my girlfriend talk about what we think is funny. You know, like sure, sure. nobody wants it. They're they'll get annoyed with me real quick. So coming up with the topics and having people write their shit in and stuff like that. Yes, yeah, see that's genius. It was able to kind of check my shit at the door because it was no longer about me. It was about the audience. It was about the people mm-hmm. that were listening. And I think so many people have these big fucking egos. They're like, oh, I'm so cool. You want to come and listen to my show. But nobody fucking cares what you have to say. 
That's why you got to flip it. You got to make it about other people or make it about certain topics that somebody's going to, you know, find interesting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that was something that I had to learn real quick was uh, nobody gives a fuck about me. (laughs) No. And it's not. And that's just. That was the hardest thing because I ran through like I wanted to do a podcast. Uh I thought I would be good at it. As stupid as that sounds. But like just I I had time. (laughs) I had time. I have an yeah. office space that my boss said I can use as a studio. Uh-huh. Um, so you run through the normal list of topics. But then I was like, yeah, but topics like then you always have to talk about that. If you do food, it's then it's a food podcast. If yeah. you do true crime, it's a true crime podcast. Uh-huh. If you, whatever it is, that's what you have to do every time. And if you just throw a random one out there, people are going to be like, why the hell would your why are you talking about that? Like that's yeah. that's a food show. Why are you talking about true crime or whatever the case may be? Um, so I was just like, well, piss on it. Just there is no topic. There's yeah. no script. <clears throat> we sit down as we're sitting down. I hit record just like you popped up and I hit record. That's that's it. And yeah. whatever comes out of our mouths, whether <laughs> we're making fun of someone or you're like, you sneeze in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> I, what I don't care because I don't I will edit like if there's something screws up, uh-huh. but there the show is the show. Yeah. Like if somebody has to go to the bathroom, obviously I'm going to pause it. But <laughs> other than that, like what you hear that I like, mean, I can't take my mic with me to the to the pot. You can. You can. <laughs> I actually oh, I, I had a gentleman who said thanked me. Uh, I can't even, I don't even know if I could say it in one of the episodes. He. We had to take several potty breaks. And uh-huh. He was complaining about how he was old and has a tiny bladder. So I was making fun of him for me continuously having to stop yeah. recording. And then we, well, what were we talking about? And then we'd get back into it. So I thanked him. Just Facebook Messenger after he left the studio. Like, hey, thanks, man. You know, good catching up with you. I haven't and seen the guy in 20 years. Yeah. Um, And he sent me a voice message back. And it sounded a little echoey, but he's like, yeah, no problem. You know, great catching up. And he stops talking and I hear piss. Oh. He's like, guess what I'm doing right now? <laughs> yep. Again. <laughs> and he's a, a professional gentleman and was a bit concerned about some of his clients and, you know, that kind of thing. Listening. So complete understand. So I asked him permission. I said, can I please use that as an outro for the show? Yeah. Because it would tie everything together. And he's like. I wish I could say yes. I'm glad you found it humorous, but I'd rather not. So I didn't, but um, it was, it just would have fit perfectly because I find that hilarious. But I have to respect his wishes, but just. Do you find that a lot with your guests? Do you have um, people that say some shit and then they're like, oh, can you edit that out? Or No. That's good. Most of the people that I have on, and I knew that this guest particular, just because he is of substantial stature locally, um, yeah. might have been a bit guarded. And that was fine. I just yeah. I haven't seen the guy in 20 years. He's, I love him. Um, but for the most part, I'm usually worried about <clears throat> my guests saying something they shouldn't <laughs> more than they're worried about saying something that they shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, but I don't hang out in circles where I would ever want anyone who is any sort of I mean, there's no racism, there's no bigotry, nothing like that. Just 
they're off color. They're sarcastic. It's right. like, that's what I want. Like mm-hmm. the episodes with my sister, we were both, there was literally 30 seconds of us just wheezing into the microphone because we were <laughs> laughing so hard because we couldn't speak on, you know, we were just, yeah. la- and that's what I want is just, I want someone to feel like they want to listen to it. Like, Oh, what are these people talking about? Like if there was a third window on this computer and they were just sitting there listening. Yeah. And then when we laugh, they laugh, whatever. Like that's just, that's why it's called. Now what shall we talk about? Because there is no, there's oh man, no I'm actually, I'm, I'm kind of sad now that I didn't fill this cup up with something other than water. I should have really came more prepared. <laughs> water? It's like, well, I suppose I'm Wisconsin. I was going to say it's afternoon there. So mm. yeah, that's, you're, I have my bar right on the other side over there. There's some variety of whiskeys, some tequila, three, four different kinds of tequila. I do love it's, some tequila. It's Wisconsin. I, that was actually one of my guests for Christmas last year got me. It's Tremana. Tremana. It's the gold, the whatever the rock Dwayne Johnson. I was going to say, is that the one that, that's what my husband's been drinking. Yep. He just, went just shot phenomenal. over to Bevmo and bought two more bottles of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's <laughs> extremely good. Saturday night, he like walked outside with the bottle and cause he just likes to pour himself a little bit yep. and then he drinks and then he'll, you know, keep going. And he picked up the <laughs> bottle and he's like, fuck, I, I drink a lot of tequila. Tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's it's all really easy to do. It's very easy to do. I prefer it just with ice. Mm-hmm. And I do like, on uh, it's been a while, but like a Sunday morning, this is going to be stupid. Cause now where are you? I'm going to bookshelf that. Where are you right now? Obviously in your home in a studio, but where like location wise? San Diego. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. I'm in Northern Wisconsin. You're in San Diego. That's Yeah. Fantastic. That, ugh, that just sounds I don't, miserable. I don't feel bad for you at all. Yeah. <gasps> I don't, shouldn't. I don't. Feel, I'm although, fucking spoiled. <laughs> I can go in any direction and get deep fried cheese curds any day of the week. Oh, so that does sound delicious. Yeah. Evens it out a little bit. Although it's fucking San Diego. So, okay. Yeah. Um, do you know what a Bloody Mary is? Is Fuck that a yeah. thing outside of Wisconsin? Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm, making, I'm making sure. Because I said supper club to one of the guests, one of the first guests, and she's like, supper club? Like, you mean din- <laughs> like dinner? And I was like, no, it's it's a, it's a supper club. It's Wisconsin. It's, that's... And I apologize for the accent. I've heard I have one. So I'm originally from the Berg. I'm from Pittsburgh normally. So oh, okay. you know, I've been in San Diego for 20 years now, so I claim San Diego is home. But, you it's, know, I've, I you've been naturalized. Yeah. Okay. But if you put tequila in a Bloody Mary instead of vodka, then it becomes a Bloody Maria. Uh-huh. And I prefer that to a Bloody Mary if I'm going to have one or three. Um, you know, I've definitely heard of the Bloody Maria, and I have never had one. And now I'm kind of like, why the fuck have I never had a Bloody Maria? If, like, if you like like a margarita, if you ca- like the taste of tequila, some people uh-huh. just do not. Even if it's good tequila, like it's just, ugh, I, they can't do it. Yeah, if I love you it. don't mind, then you would like a Bloody Maria. Yeah. If you have a favorite mix, if you have a recipe, pickle juice, A1, Worcester, Tabasco, celery salt, beef yeah. stick, cheese curd. <laughs> you know, all that stuff. I'm going to need you to send me some cheese curds for my uh, <laughs> I'm sending Maria. the second guest. She's a food lady. Uh, she like travels all over like helping restaurants and stuff uh-huh. and has her own show. And she's never been to the Midwest and has never eaten a squeaky cheese curd. Really? So I, she's emailing me her address and I'm sending her a bag of cheese curds. That's amazing. <laughs> because that if you've never amazing. had them. 
Oh, yeah. You haven't oh. really lived. I don't care if they're deep fried or if they're fresh, like the squeaky cold ones. You you know, if you know, you know, you've had them. It's like trying to explain someone who's never been stoned what being stoned is like. Yeah. If you've never had a cheese curd, you can't explain what <laughs> you have to have one. And that's um, like my favorite thing to do, too. Like if I'm traveling I don't want to go to like fancy restaurants and stuff. I want you to tell me what you're fucking known for. Take me there. Where's okay. the best place to get it? We're talking about food because yeah, I was talking yeah, about yeah. cheese curds and then smoke a pot. And then you said, that's my favorite thing to do. Oh. And I was just waiting for you to clarify <laughs> which one of the two you were talking about. Oh, okay. man. I but, wish. Yeah. I wish that I loved smoking pot, but I don't. Like, I just, I get tired and I just pass out. And I, yes. I it's just yep. not my jam. Not my jam. I, I wish that I loved it, though. Nope. I will eat a box of cereal and fall right asleep. I'm completely yeah. useless. <laughs> And I have a lot of respect for the people who can wake up at 7 a.m., smoke pot, and then go work a construction job for nine yeah. hours. I don't – I have no idea how any human being can even do that. I, I don't understand. No. Not no. my jam. I'm a cocktail <clears throat> guy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I'm like I, yes. I have a half a bottle of wine left downstairs because I pussied out yesterday and didn't drink the rest of it. So I'm just going to kill that later. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Later. Well, I suppose it's five thirty there. I was gonna say it's it's pretty late, but yeah, yeah you're two you're two hours ahead. That's yeah. right. On a Watch Monday, some Olympics with my glass of wine. Yes, nothing says water polo like a half a bottle of wine. Make sure you DVR that handball that uh-huh. airs at three a.m. or women's something. Gymnastics that I you know mm. I get really excited about. I like gymnastics and I do watch the, I've always been a fan of track, track, uh-huh. track and field, men's, women's, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, I forgot it was on. I just turned it on the other night. Um, I, I never turned the actual television on Yeah. because you pay for all these streaming services mm-hmm. so you don't have to have TV. Yep. I forget that I'm also paying for Dish Network. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, oh, there's 300 channels that I don't watch here also. Yeah. And it happened to be on NBC, whatever, whatever it was tuned mm-hmm. to. Um, and I was like, oh shit, the Olympics. I forgot yeah. about that. And it was uh, women's indoor volleyball or something, whatever it was. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I forgot that that was that, like, that's a thing now because it's 2021. So it doesn't, my brain says it's not an Olympic year because it's every four. Yeah. Yeah. So and it is. It is. Yeah. They added skateboarding to the Olympics. That was interesting yes, to watch. They did. They added three on three basketball to the Olympics. Did. It's like yeah. street ball. Did you see? Did you happen to catch any of that? I didn't catch any of it, but I saw it on the <laughs> schedule. And because I, I'm a nerd and I have an Olympics app on my phone. <laughs> so I was scrolling through the schedule to see. And it was three on three basketball. Nice. And I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> Each basket is only worth one point. And they were, it was women's and it was like one step shy of something you'd see like behind a chain link fence in New York. Uh-huh. I would imagine like the elbows they were throwing. They one step shy of like fist fighting. <laughs> it just like half, it's half court. It's three on three and it's like street ball. Yeah. This is the craziest thing I've, in, in, in the Olympics. Well, dude, the skateboarding. See, to me, that's that needs to stay X Games. That's well, I mean, that's well, whatever, but they don't wear fucking helmets, no protective gear at all, no helmets, no elbow pads, knee pads, nothing. And these people are just eating shit 
off of trying to do a trick, landing on their backs, on their heads. And I'm like, this is the Olympics. You don't require protective gear in the Olympics. I think even in X Games, the skateboarding, snowboarding, any of that stuff they have, whether they make them or they choose to, they all at minimum a Walmart bike helmet or something. You know what I mean? But nothing on. I didn't see any of the skateboarding. I just also saw not on my Olympic app, mind you, but (laughs) I did see that there was skateboarding. Yes. Um, That's interesting. It's just a bunch of kids that are going to have brain injuries in 10 years. CTE. Woohoo. That's fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) And the football players are like, no, damn it. That's our thing. (sighs) I was hogging the spotlight. All because you brought up skateboarding, not having CPE. No, C, C, what is it? P, 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 E, P, P, E. Too many acronyms. Personal protective equipment. Too much CPE. Too many acronyms here. But I will say before my tangent, before the tangent, when you said that's your favorite thing when you travel Uh is to like, what do you like? What's your jam here? Give me that. That's a rule, and it always been. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, if I travel, when I rarely travel, which I need to do more of, um, I'm not going to a chain restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'll talk to people local. If they're like, oh, try this, try that. Otherwise, like, go to Kansas, go to Kentucky, Arkansas, Florida, wherever you are. Like, best steak near me. Uh huh. Like best Italian food, best Mexican, best whatever. And then read the reviews, look at the pictures. But I like the people's pictures that they post, not like the restaurant menu pictures. Mm-hmm. Because Agreed. the shit never looks like it does on the menu never. ever. Mm-hmm. And if it looks good, I don't give a shit about prices because it's food. It's an emotional thing. It's not a monetary thing to me. Um, if it looks good, the reviews are all good. And granted, you're always going to get that one asshole oh, who yeah. gives it zero yeah. star, terrible service, waitress was an asshole, you know, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Disregard those. But I've never had a bad meal traveling. Just do a little research, talk to the people who are there. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, where can I get a New York style pizza in Minneapolis? Where's the best? Where's the yeah. best burger? Where's the best whatever? And I've never been disappointed. And I'm, thank God, have the metabolism of a hummingbird. So I'm not <laughs> 350 pounds because I eat constantly. Man, way to brag. <laughs> it's my cross to carry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. My mother always told me, you know, when I was 16, 17, like, you just wait. And I'm going to do my mom voice. You just wait till your metabolism slows down. You're going to be 300 pounds. Uh-huh. And I'm 40 now, an old man. And I still... I've slowed down a little bit with the eating, but you know, there's supper and second supper and then some snack before bed. Uh, and, I'm so oh, and I say supper. Do you say supper or you say dinner? I say dinner. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> it's supper to me. And then to throw it for a loop, it's supper or dinner to me is the meal at like five PM. Uh-huh. Like that's the end of the day meal. There's a lot of older folks around here who, when they say, oh, hey, you know, if you're in town, do you want to go to dinner? And I say, yeah, that sounds fun. And then they're like, okay, oh, so like 1130? And I was like, no, like five? And they're yeah. like, no, no, dinner, lunch. 
and they they use the word dinner for lunch. It's like what? an older, like my grand, like 70, 80, 90, like older people in this area will occasionally refer to dinner as lunch. No, they will call lunch dinner. So when they ask you to go to dinner, they're meaning the midday meal. They, they just mean a meal. They're like any of the, yeah, that's so weird. Is there like a point in history? See, now we need to ask Google. Did they used to call it this and are like the younger generations just ruining shit and that's why all the older yeah. people hate us because <laughs> we it's took their dinner and bitches. made it late in the day. <laughs> or it's the fact that for really old people that dinner, like they're thinking like prime ribbon potatoes at noon because then they have to get home, take their meds, watch the wheel. Uh-huh. And then hit the sack at 630 at night. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I got to tell you, I don't hate that lifestyle. Like, I'm no. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. <laughs> I can I just want to some have potatoes and, and prime rib or whatever. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Drink my fucking tea and, you know, watch Pat well, Sajak and hit the sack. That's supposed to be good for you is a little glass of wine here and there. That's, uh-huh. that's the life. There was a story I read. 15 years ago article somewhere this guy was uh, went to was going to college for oh, not th- some sort of writing creative writing i don't know what the major was i don't remember i didn't care to remember then um and just wasn't his jam so he was just going to start writing a book just get a random job and write a book and his idea was that he was going to live like get approved and live in one of these retirement communities in Florida for a year and mm-hmm. then just basically write about his experiences. Okay. And got picked up, sold ton of copies, rich, whatever. And like, just has these random different ideas, writes another book on whatever he experienced that year. And, and I thought at 22 years old, because he pitched the idea, publisher picked it up, gave him a huge advance. So he didn't have to work. He could just live in retirement at 19 years old. Oh my In God. a retirement community, do all the shit there, do shuffleboard and canasta and whatever the hell old people play in Florida and just like make for it was like part of the community for a year. Lived there right there, wrote wrote a book and got rich off the book and then came up with some other like that's his that's what he did. I this am genius. fucking jealous. Genius. Genius. Yeah. I want to do that. And I haven't had one idea in my life that was one tenth as good as that. Oh my God. I come up with ideas all the time. And I like, usually when I'm like in bed about to fall asleep and then I have to like roll over and write them down and they're never as good the next morning as I thought they were the night before when I wrote the them wine down. fog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it sounds really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they're Scratch never it, no. that good the next morning. Or I have a really good idea and then I just don't follow through on it. It's like three years later and I'm like, oh yeah, I did have that good idea. And then somebody else does it and you're like, damn it, I could have been rich, but yep. No, yep. no. My one good idea ever, I've stuck with it. I don't even know if I should say it on here because some asshole's going to steal it and I'll see some Probably. infomercial. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, do you remember as a kid, now is it appropriate for me to ask how old you are? I'm 39. Okay, I'm 40. So roughly same era growing up. Yeah. Um, The pitcher it was like that old Tupperware material with the slusher thing on the top where you uh-huh. like mix up Kool-Aid and it had the slushy thing. That material, that old ass Tupperware material in the shape of a triangle. 
I'm glad people can't see this because I'm <laughs> making my ass on myself. It's a triangle shape. The shape size of a piece of pizza. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. The height of a pitcher. But then it had plastic shelves in it that you could take out to wash in the dishwasher. And uh-huh. where the crust of the pizza would be, that's where it opened and closed. Because if you ever tried to fit a pizza box in your fridge, <laughs> what do you do with leftover pizza? The kids want a pizza and they eat two fucking pieces. You got to wrap it in plastic wrap and they're all stuck together. You yeah. can't. It's So it's a pizza shape and there's two options. One is frozen size and one is takeout because takeout's bigger. Uh-huh. And you put your pizza in so the crust is facing out. And then it, stack, it takes up the amount of space of a, a pitcher of water in your refrigerator. So whenever you go to reheat this pizza, do you just mm-hmm. have like plastic just dripping down into it? Oh, no, it's obviously <laughs> microwave safe. The BPA free crap like they make the yeah. bottles out of or whatever. Then that wouldn't be that wouldn't be the 80s shit then though. <laughs> you no, wouldn't be able to true. taste that plastic. Well, <laughs> well, the microwaves from the 80s would melt anything. My yeah, mom yeah. still has the same microwave I had when we moved to Phillips and bought the house in I was in first grade. My Lord, is she radioactive at this point? Have you checked her insides? I'm surprised she's not glowing because it was one of the first touchscreen ones. It didn't have the dial on it. Yeah. And when it starts up, it sounds like a diesel. (laughs) Like, (laughs) And it still cooks the food. It still warms stuff up. But my idea for that would be that you would take the slice out and put it on On a plate, a paper plate. Because no one likes washing dishes. <laughs> I, I have little. You have kids. You, I, yeah. I, I don't have a dishwasher in my house. That's why my hands are so soft. Because <laughs> I am the dishwasher. So if you're going to get out like a piece of something, you're going to put it on a paper plate. Yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. washing this for that. So I have the little paper plates and I have the big ones. Grab an appropriate size. I don't care. But yeah. that was my my pizza saver three thousand. <laughs> that was my invention idea for like seventh grade. We had to come up with something, and they were like, well, "That's the dumbest thing ever." Because I couldn't properly express myself at the time on what it would be made out of, how it would function. But that's my one lifelong idea that I need to have realized. I even made a demo size out of tag board for that class, so that people knew what I was talking about. That is so and you funny. Could, you could even have mini, like one that's only two slices high. Throw it in your lunchbox. Go. Take yeah. it to work with you. It's done. <laughs> two, four, six. You can stack them. You can get the whole pizza in there. That, that's the only genuinely genius idea in my head yeah. that I've ever came up with in my whole life. Everything else is just shit. That's so it. That's well, all I, I got. My husband, I will never forget. And this was like three years into our marriage, I had leftover macaroni and cheese that I had made the kids Mm -hmm. and he took it and he put it into like a sandwich bag and like (laughs) rolled it up and put it into the refrigerator. And I was like, what the fuck did you just do? Like Kraft mac and cheese. Kraft mac and cheese into a sandwich bag. And he was like, well, it just takes up 
less space because you can just roll it to the size and then you put it in there. And I was like, I don't know if you're a genius or a psychopath. Like it's one of the two. I think he's a genius because where my mind immediately went with that is if you crack the bag open and just reheat it slowly, seal the bag back up and you cut the bottom corner off and you can just squeeze the mac and cheese (laughs) straight into your mouth. (laughs) Like a, like a, like a, but when you pipe frosting onto a cake, yeah. that's if I make deviled eggs or anything with filling stuffed manicotti, uh-huh. I put it in a gallon freezer bag and then I cut one of the bottom corners off so you can squeeze it into whatever vessel you're squeezing it into. Yep. But then it's like those gogurts or whatever for the kids, only it's mac and cheese. Yes. Just cut the corner off the bag and squeeze it. He's officially, I'm announcing him a genius. Whether that's good or bad for you, I don't know. But uh, I don't want him to get too big of a head, but that's absolutely genius. Fucking huge right now, because I swear anytime I go anywhere, uh, you know, on on that trophy wife life, I've had guests Mm -hmm. come on and they're like, oh, my God, your husband. I love your husband. I'm like, he's never been on my show. It's just (laughs) me talking about him and the dumb shit that he does that he is all of a sudden. Now he has like a following of fans that love nice. him so much. Yeah. He's doing it right. He's getting famous and he's not doing anything. Nothing at all. He's just being a pain in my ass. And then, so my other show I have is called the Dirty Little Secrets Club. And I do this show with a, a co-host. His name is Brimstone, and he is an ex-pro wrestler, and he's pretty oh. he's pretty well known, and you know he has a following sure. all of his own. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just told me on our last episode because somebody mimicked my Instagram page. They put out oh. a new Instagram page with a uh, link to OnlyFans, so they were using my face. And then trying to get people to pay for their OnlyFans, whoever that person was. I just hope they were hot. Like, if you scandaled anybody, like, please just be fucking hot with a tight veg. So you didn't and, click uh, on it and check it out? No, no, I didn't. Come on. I didn't. <laughs> but I was talking to Brimstone about it on the show, and he was like, you know, I, I got a follow request from this person. And I was like, there's no way Dana would fucking do that. Because Dana, if you did... I was like, my husband would have me six feet under. And he was like, and I'd be right there giving him an alibi. <laughs> I was like, damn it, you too, Brim. Everybody fucking loves Joe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, that's he should be on one of those, what is it, Budweiser, Bud Light, the real men of genius. Uh-huh. Those commercials. That's yeah. what he's because he's literally has a following. Yep. The mac the mac and cheese in a bag alone to me blew my mind wide open. This man just thinks everything is going in baggies now. Green beans, peas, uh, cream corn, everything that I have left over. Anything you want to cut a corner off of and squirt in your mouth. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm the queen of doing stuff like that. (laughs) Hey, that's fine. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of other things you could put as leftovers into a bag. Hmm. Yeah. was this close the other night? I was some leftover. I don't remember what it was, pork or something. I'm on a smoothie kick again, going to the uh-huh. gym. Yeah. And uh, just sick of spinach and berries and, you know, trying to think of something else. And I was like looking through the fridge and I was like, oh, Greek yogurt, you know, all that normal, normal stuff you'd put in a smoothie or protein uh-huh. shake or whatever. 
and there was a leftover thing of uh, mashed potatoes, and it was either chicken breast or like pork loin, pork tenderloin, something. And I was like, I wonder if I put enough almond milk in there. <laughs> I could blend up that pork chop and mashed potatoes if it because t- it's unflavored almond milk, so it's not like the vanilla. There's no flavor to it. Right? Yeah. If I could drink. Like a chicken breast and mashed potato. Would it taste like chicken breast and mashed potato, even though it's blended up? I don't see why not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can get pork chops from Gerber in a jar. How the hell do they get it like that? They obviously blend it somehow. Yeah. I didn't do it, but I really had to think longer than a normal person would have thought about. Should I put mashed potatoes and pork loin into the blender with the almond milk to make? I got to tell you, I'm a little disappointed in you. I really wish that I'm you- disappointed in myself now that I say it out loud to someone else other than just thinking it in my head because I really, really had to think about it. And I was like, either it's going to be terrible and I'm never telling anyone or yeah. it's all I'm going to talk about for the next year because it's the best thing I ever ate. Man, and I don't I don't know I because I didn't potatoes. do it. Oh, you got to put some cream cheese in them. Oh, I've never put cream cheese in mashed <gasps> potatoes before. Oh, my word. No. I've done sour t- cream, but never cream cheese. Nope. Don't do sour cream. Do You can put sour cream on like after, like when you're eating it. But uh-huh. when you're smashing the potatoes, half a stick of, well, a normal size pan. Like family of, what do you got, f- five? Six. Six at the table? Oh, yeah. You poor thing. It might as okay. well be infinity. <laughs> so if the everyone is a fan of the mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and you make a normal size two-handled pot, I don't know, quartz, whatever, whatever yeah. a normal pot of mashed potatoes, I would normally do for our crew would be half to one full stick of butter <laughs> and then a brick, a eight ounce, whatever the bricks are of cream yeah. cheese. If it's less, obviously cut it in half or whatever and just... Mix it in there, and it is the creamiest, most deliciousness stuff you've ever had. Interesting. Yeah. See, I'm a big fan of potatoes, and I'm talking every way. Like, oh, boil yes. them, fry them, you know, French yep. fries or mashed, whatever the fuck. If it's a potato, I want it in my face yes. immediately, Anything like right now. Other than raw, I will it, eat a potato. However, you can make it. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It's like there, Bubba Gump with the shrimp, except it's Dana with the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Boiled, poached, peeled. Yeah. <laughs> That's the perfect time to go to the bathroom is when you're rattling off all your means mm-hmm. of eating potatoes. Um, there is a potato diet somebody had came up with. What? And it was it was on an episode of a podcast that I listened to. Um, it's called Those Conspiracy Guys. They're Irish lads. Uh-huh. He used to be a comedian. So the the accent alone cracks me up and then they talk about like either true crime or actual conspiracy theories uh-huh. but they're deep like eight hour episodes like oh, deep deep dives fuck. and they're and i still don't want them to be done like yeah. they're, it's i love it it's fantastic but he's a big guy i had to go on the internet and do the conversion because he was talking about how much he weighed and they do it in stone so like one stone is 55 pounds or whatever the conversion yeah. is but he was a big guy and he was going to try this diet so he signed up for one of those garden, like where you pay someone like 30 bucks a month and every week they give you a basket of whatever's ripe in the garden. Like one of those kind of deals. Yeah. Um, But he just wanted potatoes because he was going to do, he's going on this diet. And he's like, well, shit, you can eat all the potatoes. Like that's the, like you drink water and there was some kind of juice, but then that's all you could do is eat potatoes. 
like breakfast, lunch, dinner, potatoes. And I was like, that sounds like it's right up my alley. And as he's telling the story, as he read more about this diet, it's literally a potato. Like you can boil it, you can steam it, you can bake it, but not like no butter, no salt, like just of the potato. And he said, you cannot have anything else. Yes. He said what he realized in like a day was that he really doesn't like potatoes. He likes butter and salt (laughs) and sour cream and bacon bits and everything else because he ate nothing but potatoes. Like he boiled them, he baked one and cracked it open and started eating. And he's like, this is dry as shit. Yeah. Like, but you can't put anything on. Miserable. That's the diet because you're like, okay, it's a little bit of starch. But it's the toppings that you love, not not the potato itself. Yes, yeah. I like it fried in oil with salt and shit like that. I have a salsa jar that I washed by hand (laughs) because I have to um, that is full of my bacon grease from when I make bacon. Uh You keep that in the fridge and I use that for cooking eggs, for cooking chicken, for instead of butter or oil. But if you cut up little dicey potatoes, throw a little ranch, because I'm from the Midwest, the ranch <laughs> powder seasoning in there uh-huh. with the cubed up potatoes and that bacon grease until they're little crispy bits. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I feel like I'm on uh, too much of a diet all of the time. Like I, you know, I think after I had my last kid, I was 35 whenever I had him. I got into like fucking you fighting shape. Yeah. Oh, sure. Sure. I I got right back down. I went even further. I lost so much weight after him. I got down to 105 pounds. I felt like I was in fucking high school again. How how tall are you? I'm 5'3". Okay. I'm tiny. I was going to say, if you're like 5'11", that's probably a little unhealthy, but gotcha. If you're shorter, that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. And But then, you know, the pandemic hit and – uh. Uh, let's just say I'm not 105 pounds anymore. <laughs> well, that's I just yesterday, two days ago, saw something on the Internet where it was like, now I understand after the plague in Europe during the Renaissance, when all the paintings, why there was always these chubby, brawless women laying on couches because that's what everybody it did me. for the last year. <laughs> yes, exactly. And Man. that's I, I can't even... There's so many places that were closed where you couldn't dine in, that COVID nonsense. Um, So we want to support local business. So we'd order out uh, from this place, that place, the supper club, the the bar, you know, just any place that had food. Just try to help them keep the lights on. Yeah. And I'm at the point now where, and I love food. I love it with a passion. I cook everything. I cook all the time. But it was like, okay. I'm sick of cooking. Like, let's just get something. Mm-hmm. What do you want? And I could sit there for 30 minutes and think of every single place that I would care to drive the distance to. And nothing sounds good to me. Yeah. It's like I've overeaten carry out. Yeah. And I did never thought that was possible. <laughs> and then I just end up making, you know, making some ham sandwich or something yeah, stupid right? at home yeah. because grilled cheese I, or something yeah i don't know what and even that that tangent um when the hell did coming up with meal ideas become a chore 
<sighs> I've, I've just I, given up on it all. Like I just go straight to Green Chef now. I'm like, just deliver food to my doorstep and see? tell me what I'm eating because I don't have the patience to fucking try and make a grocery list and figure it the fuck out and like, no, and like I, just I tell me I what I'm eating. I can't even think of anything. Like, okay, what you know, boys, what do you want? Well, look, look it's a breakfast casserole thing that he really likes. So we'll have breakfast for breakfast and then breakfast for lunch and then breakfast. He'll eat it the same thing four uh-huh. meals in a row. Oh, He's me fine. too. Me too. And little man likes his egg. So we'll make some Popeyes where you poke a hole in a piece of bread and fry the egg over the top. Uh-huh. But you can't do that every day for four months. So I'm literally like the best thing ever when I run out of something to think of are them damn rotisserie chickens they got made up at the grocery store. Oh, yeah. Because oh, you mean the rotisserie chicken that I have sitting on my counter right now? <laughs> I have a half-eaten one in my fridge right now because the smell alone is like, yep, that's not making it home with all its legs. <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. Because they're so good. And I, the only reason I buy them is because I cannot replicate it at home. Most other things I can get dang close, but I I don't have a rotisserie. Yeah. So I can't make a rotisserie chicken, but... At some point, it became a chore to try to figure out what I'm doing for lunch. What, Like for myself, if I can't think of anything, I literally will just wait till supper uh-huh. or, or dinner or, <laughs> you know, I'm fine with myself sitting down with some plain ruffles and some French onion dip yeah. and end up eating most of both of them. Um, when you have kids, you're like, shit, now I have to think of something healthy or reasonably I I healthy. Just I gotta throw get cereal food. at them all the yeah. time. I and luckily, they're not too picky. They both like some certain veggies. They both are pretty good about meats and you know that kind of stuff. I'm not, you know, nobody's going to eat a raw onion or something stupid like that. Yeah. But as a kid, anyway. But it's a fucking chore. Mm-hmm. I. Like, it's so maddening. Like, why can't I just... And then to find something that everyone likes. It doesn't happen. I spent three hours over this and you made that face? Yeah. You cannot eat or you can find something on your own. I don't know what else to say. So how old are your kids? They are... Well, I had a whoops. Hi, Kaylee. When I was 18. (laughs) She was born when I was 19. So she's in two weeks going to be 21. Awesome. Yeah, she's living outside of Kansas City with her fiance. Um, they just were up a couple weeks ago visiting. Um, and then two boys from my previous, well, my only marriage, um, are 12 and, oh God, Nikki, nine, 12 and nine. <laughs> I love <clears throat> that you were like, let me think here. How old are my kids again? <laughs> well, I just had, because he, little man, had, like, he would be sitting, we'd make it from the house to the end of the driveway in the truck, and he's uh-huh. just out sleeping. And I'm yeah. like, he's a, he's a boy. That's what they do, whatever. Of course, mom, my ex-wife, is worried there's something wrong. So, and she doesn't <laughs> listen to this, so whatever. Yeah. Um, so, she scheduled one of those sleep study things mm-hmm. where they put the stickies all over your damn body and they put the nose thing in and whatever and then they were like he's just a growing boy he's tired he's a a boy she's literally (laughs) said like you couldn't you couldn't have had a more perfect sleep study yeah (laughs) but along with that because as a young age if you have concerns tied into that was a second appointment for an mri just to make sure everything looks normal yeah i had 
pleasure of taking him to that. Thank God I didn't have to do the overnight thing. I did feel bad for him because, she's, of course, she sent me a picture of him looking sad with this shit stuck all over his face. <laughs> and I'm like, That's, why would you do that to him? Yeah. But, so MRI. And as they're taking him away, they tell him that he needs an IV for the MRI for the tracer shit. Yeah. So he's got his mask on in the hospital. And he turns around and looks at me. And I was like, it's fine. Because they yeah. take they do it in the room. Uh-huh. And they won't let you in unless you're getting the MRI. Like the it was like level three clearance, whatever only. Yeah, yeah. So I couldn't go in with them. So he was pretty sad about that. But um, I was giving the birth dates, and I kept getting the birth date wrong because I was giving her the oldest one. She's uh-huh. like, we can't find that in here anywhere. So when <sighs> you were asking their age, I was doing the math backwards because I was that <laughs> just the other day gave his birthday out. So I was like, no, he's not twelve. He was born in 2012. Yeah. So that's that's Logan. So he's still and I but yes, they're nine and twelve, just old enough to beat the crap out of each other. Oh yeah, fun. The com- complete opposites. Logan's twelve. He's about this much shorter than I am, and I'm five eleven. He's wearing the same size shoes as I do. Yeah. Um, blonde hair, blue eye, quietest, sweetest little boy, super caring, very emotional, very sensitive. Nick is half Logan's height, his same weight. He's a uh-huh. little bulldozer tank size kid, brown hair, brown eyes, will walk up and talk to anybody, like every way possible, physical, mental, emotional. They're complete yeah. opposites. Food, I... they're complete fucking opposites. <laughs> so yeah. it's frustrating yeah. in every way possible. It's That's just awesome. You know what? I love that though. Uh... That's my favorite thing about having kids is seeing the different person now everything is different on these kids and it's like i just mm-hmm. i love watching their little personalities mm-hmm. develop and see them grow into these little human beings that of course they're going to be fucking different because i'm different than my sister than my aunt than my cousin than oh, my friends sure. you know like yep but it still blows my mind when it's like my kid and i'm looking at it and i'm like holy shit like you you were this little like you know, thing of cells and you grew into this, he's six foot tall and he's, you know, like yes. about to start driving. And so what are your, your children's ages? So I had, I, yeah. Uh, so Mason's 15 and a half. Kai is 14 and a half. Jocelyn is six and Jonah is four. So you got the whole spectrum there. I do. Yeah. Yep. Oh, All God. the way I got Kids masturbating and, you know, kids just figuring out how to stand to pee. (laughs) Perfect. Hopefully in different spaces of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Different wings of the house here. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, and that's that's a crew. And I can't I mean, as everybody said, if I could use my words properly, um, like you have one kid. It's like. Okay, you, it's a whole new world, a whole new experience because you uh-huh. have a baby now. And then when you have two, it's like you might as well have seven because uh-huh. it's the same. It's like a room full of wet mice all the time, just yeah. shit going wrong in every direction. <laughs> and I think, okay, two, whatever. And then you have people who have three or four. Uh-huh. Like that, you know, you see them will come into the grocery store with their six kids. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, just the grocery bill alone is frustrating to me and they're not even mine. Yeah. <laughs> and then my my mother, her side, my grandparents, oh God bless them, um, were a Catholic farm family. Uh-huh. So she at 
when they were all living, had 16 siblings. Oh my fucking what? 12 boys and four girls. And they were almost, they were dang close to like boy, 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 girl, boy, 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 girl. And she was the oldest girl. So it was two, three boys older than her and then her. So like the oldest cousins and the youngest aunt and uncles are within a couple of years of each other. Yeah. <clears throat> and a couple of them died in the 60s. One Vietnam, one car crash. A couple of them have died recently. Um, but every one of them that made it like successful, married, two, three, five kids <laughs> of yeah. their own. So when we get together, like we'll go to a brewer game for a family reunion. And like we get a section <laughs> because we have to. There's so many of you. Yes. And I'm I have to quiz people before I go. Like, what's Emily's second kid's name? Yeah. Because you run out of the John, the Jim, the Rick, the Roger. Like, all oh, those are used up. Yeah. So you can't reuse names. But what I absolutely love about it is everywhere we go, everybody shows up with a cooler. And it's laughs and we play games or cards or foot cousins versus uncles to this day. We'll still play football with the uncles. Never a major squabble. Yeah. Never like nobody showing up because they hate the rest of the family. Like no family no drama. drama. No, no. It's like hugs and whatever when you see each other and tears when you leave. And it's for that big of a family. I know people that have two kids in between the three of them can't stand each other. Yeah. And there's 70 some of us between like just immediate first cousin, aunts, uncles, their kids, whatever. And it's one big party every time. That sounds like <sighs> a fairy tale. <laughs> it's fantastic. Are I you sure they're not it. just like leaving you out of the drama? <laughs> Maybe. If they're doing a damn good job, if they are <laughs> leaving me out because it's, I've, I, there's been a few little spats and I'm I'm the oldest grandson. So there's Tina and Tammy. They're probably late 40s. Tracy, well, mid 40s. They're around the age of my older sisters, mid 40s. Then me and then, well, Becky's two years older than me. Sorry, Becky. I know she listens. <laughs> um, me and then a waterfall of kids <laughs> after yeah. that. Uh, you know, just right down the line. My one poor aunt. All she wanted was a little girl and they had five boys. Oh, of course. Oh, I told my husband, like, listen, because I had <laughs> I had two boys before I met my husband. And then gotcha. I got with my husband and I was like, okay, hey, listen, um, we're not stopping until I get a girl. So shoot your shot. Okay. Like <laughs> <laughs> make it count, motherfucker. Make it count. And so I got pregnant and I ended up with Jocelyn and she's a girl. And so I was stoked because I was like, I got my boys, I got my girl, like I'm done. Done. Yep. Don't have to do this anymore. Done. And he was like, no, you promised me two kids. So we're going to, we're going for one more. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> but then I ended up with my littlest one and he's a boy and he is the sweetest, most cuddliest. Like I just, I understand now the whole thing with the youngest being like the baby of the family and everyone mm -hmm. like you know, coddling them and stuff like that because he's so fucking cute. I'm like, he could stab me in my face with a fork and I would be like, that was the cutest thing I've ever seen. You're fucking adorable. It's just because you love me. Mm. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he can do no wrong. Like, I get it now. <clears throat> I understand how that all comes about now. Do you know what I understand? What's that? The middle child uh-huh. who gets forgot about because they're not as needy as the older kids. And they're also not the baby. Uh-huh. That's, That's you. Yep. Yeah. Six and seven years older than me are my sisters. Uh-huh. And my youngest sister is seven years younger than me. Uh, I'm just in a house with a bunch of girls floating around unnoticed, but getting yelled at at the same time. Well, because you're a boy, you weren't like favored at all because you were the boy, like the only boy of the family. No. And although I love her dearly, I think growing up in a house with 12 boys, my mother was over boys. Oh, she was like, fuck you, sit down, shut up. Yes. Yes. I believe. Take your testicles over there. My heart of hearts that that is exactly what happened is just I'm done with your kind. Yeah. So girls, what do you need? Yeah. Yeah. So I am. I kind of understand your situation a little bit because I, I, I call myself the oldest middle child. So my father had three kids before he met my mom. So my siblings are 18, 16, and 14 years older than me. Dang. Okay. Okay. Then he met my mom. Yeah. And he had me and my little sister. And then they got divorced. And my mom married somebody else and had two more kids that are 12 and 13 years younger than me. And my dad married someone, and I have a stepsister. And so it was like, I am the oldest out of this marriage, but I'm the middle out of all of the kids. Damn. you! I was going to say, boy, we're pretty similar with the Brady Bunch. And then you just kept going, like, for another five minutes there. Eight of us total. Yeah. See, we have one, two, three, seven. We have seven. Mm Because my dad, right out of the service, he was eight years older than my mom and was married previously out of the service down in Florida. And they had twins and that twin boys. And then a couple years younger, or maybe a year younger, had another boy. Uh-huh. So they split. My dad and my mom had my two older sisters and me. And then my mom remarried and had my younger sister with my uh-huh. stepmom. So I'm my dad's baby. Yeah. And I remind my sisters of that all the time because he loves me <laughs> the most because I'm his baby. Um, but yeah, it's Brady. Actually, two of my brothers I've never met. I've only oh, met no one way. of them, and I was no one of them I haven't met. Um, because two of them came up when I was in sixth grade, maybe. Yeah. So yeah, just uh, that's so crazy to think about. Yeah, and, but they're fifty something. Yeah, you know, it's just. Are you oh, like Facebook to... friends or anything? Or is oh, it just yeah. like, no, you don't yeah. exist? <laughs> no. Well, one of them is AWOL. Like, nobody really knows where he is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's in Florida. Maybe he's making some Florida man headlines. <laughs> when I was in high school. Oh, God. Bath salts. Um, I was in high school. He had sent a card. with random weird drawings. Like a Christmas card. And... It was he was going to the University of Kansas, Kansas State University of Kansas, Jayhawks, whatever that is. You know, uh-huh. somebody's in Kansas who's going to listen, and that'll be Tell my you. first audience response. Yeah. <laughs> um, and after that, like I have no idea. I have no idea where he is. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> just really, not even your dad. No. Nope. Wow. 
And then Scott and Skyler are the twins. And Scott's down there, and Skyler's back and forth between there and Iron River, Michigan. Uh, my grandma, we just celebrated her 100th that's birthday. awesome. So he was up for that, and he's up. I think he's still up now. He's trying to sell him some land up north <laughs> so he can stay <laughs> and make some money both at the same time. So yeah. yeah, Brady Bunch, not quite as extensive and weaving as yours. I am a baby to one side, but the mm-hmm. middle, uh, you know, as far as my mother goes, so. Yeah, my sisters, uh, Tracy and Tara, they're Irish twins, Irish, wow, Irish twins for 10 days. So they're the same age. They're less than a year apart. I have so those. They're essentially, I consider them to be one entity. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Tracy and Tara. It's just like one older sister because yeah. they both beat the shit out of me. Well, so that's kid. funny because I have Mason and Kai and it's the exact same thing because they nice. are 11 months, 25 days apart. So for five nice. days, they are the same age. <laughs> what spring birthdays? They are, um, they're both Libras. So it's September, uh, end of September and the beginning oh, okay. of October. Right. I was going to say, well, there's something to that because, but they're opposite side of the year. <laughs> My sisters are March 18th and 28th. Yeah. So they got 10 days of the same age. Yeah. But yeah. That's uh, not that common, I guess, I would think. Yeah. I mean, I, so uh, apparently, like immediately when they were like, oh, you can have sex after having a C-section that I had with my first. Apparently, I did it and like got pregnant. So. <laughs> well, either really good or really terrible luck, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how you look at it. Yeah. My mother was like, I told you you were fertile. <laughs> it's like, fun. Fertile what did I ever... turtle. Yeah. <laughs> never yes. listened to you before, obviously. Did she give you an Afghan at some point and they called it the baby maker? <laughs> now you know why. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. My tubes are all tied up now. There's no more babies coming out of this. Oh, that's, well, my ex wife at the time in like an eight month period had her appendix. Like, we need to get it out now. And then couldn't eat anything for like six months. Everything she ate just like doubled over pain, just as ah. horrible, whatever. Kept asking about it, asking about it. No, no, it's not that. It's not that. And ended up being her gallbladder. Once she finally convinced them to do the test for her gallbladder, they're right. like, oh, oh, yeah. Yep, that's it. Yeah, so just kidding. Over the we, course of, we just wanted yeah, to know if they, you could figure it out. <laughs> that's why they call it practicing medicine because they did every other test on earth on her. And she's like, can mm-hmm. you just check the gallbladder? So over the course of like eight months, she had both of those. So then after we had the last little boy of our two that we had, she's like, yeah, I'm done. And I was like, well, I have three, so I'm done. And she's like, I've been cut enough this year. So Uh your turn. Ah, yep. Went in and got that taken care of. And I'll tell you what, I don't know what they gave me beforehand, but he said, take this pill that's. I could hold it to the camera and you couldn't see the size of it. I mean, it's the tiniest little thing. Take that one hour beforehand because it just helps like to relax you because they yeah. don't knock you out. They just locally numb you. Right. When they do their stuff, they're talking to you the whole time, which is uh-huh. weird, but whatever. Um, and the place I went to was like just a the specialist. So it was like an assembly line of somber looking dudes yep. walking, in, walking in and out. And that's all they did. And whatever he gave me, I forgot to take it. So I'm in the waiting room 15 minutes early. I'm like, shit, I didn't take the pill. So I took it, freaking out, hoping it worked. And I don't know what it was, but I really wanted more of them. Because 
it was like I was joking with them. I told them about a dream I had about them cutting something off the night before. And like, I could have cared less if I walked out with one leg. Like it was, (laughs) it was the most relaxed I'd ever felt in my life. Obviously they, you know, the anesthetic helped with the procedure, but, um, the next couple days, not so much. Because were you was, in pain? My husband oh got snipped. Oh my and god! He was he? I feel like he was milking it. Like I've had four C sections, so okay. I've like definitely had my fair share. I had to like heal from being cut in half four fucking times, and he had a fucking bag of peas on his dick, and I was like, "You are gonna live, I swear!" See, like I, I have, I don't have any frame of reference for that. <laughs> Because I've never had a C-section. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you that the one thing that I didn't listen to the doctor on was he told me that when, you know, this shit's going to wear off. Yeah. And you're going to want to take a couple. I think they gave me some of the, uh, like the codone ibuprofen, what, some some with some hard stuff in it. Yeah. For like, like a two-day supply. Right. So take that sparingly. And then after that, ibuprofen and ice and whatever. But. If you don't have one now, stop at Walmart while you're still feeling good or whatever store is on your way home and get a jock strap. And I was like, odd request, but okay. And I was like, whatever, I just want to go home. I'm tired. Yeah. So I, you know, obviously got a ride there and home. Uh-huh. And next morning when I got up, I was like, yep, we are going to get a jock strap. <laughs> because the worst thing for it. Was to be b- bouncing or any sort of movement. Yeah, felt like a horse kicked you right in the nuts. Oh man! So to have that support, uh-huh. like to just keep everything snugged up until it was ready to be on its own again. Yeah, was the best advice that he gave me, and I would say a good week before I was walking normal again. Really? Yeah, yeah, and it was. It's like. If you <laughs> drying off after the shower in a slip of the hand, a bit uh-huh. vigorous, and you're on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, again, it's one of those things. Like, if you don't have them, how am I going to explain it to you? There's nothing yeah. I can. Exp- you just can't. Your husband is will, will may listen to this and be like, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I looked at yep. because. Whenever I was cut in half, I remember I like got up. Very dramatic. I got up. I'm picturing a magician with the box. (laughs) Just sawing me. And the big two-man chop saw. Yeah. I stood up and I dropped my pain pill on the ground. And I like looked at him like, help. And he just like looked at me like, where are you going to get that? And I was like, bro, can you help me? Like – not bend over but then he sat on the couch for like three days crying with a bag of peas on his balls and i was like dude you tried to make me bend over after being cut in half (laughs) i was i was smart enough even at the i mean we were married at the time but even so um with the appendix and whatever i was sensitive to the pain yeah. But I was also expecting that same sensitivity plus about 50% for mine. 
because yeah. it was horrible. <laughs> it was absolute. I've broken bones before, and I will take that over oh. like the two or three days after. Well, I'm about it to throw my husband fun. under the bus pretty hard right now because with my my Have kids, um, because of the C-sections, mm-hmm. I had to sit out on the couch with the babies and because I couldn't lay all the way down oh, because yes. of my incision. <clears throat> being so cut I, in half. Yes, yes being cut in <laughs> half. I was afraid my guts were going to fall out. So I have the baby on the couch and I'm like, it's one of those recliner couches so I can like, yep. you know, recline a little bit and be comfortable. And uh, I asked my husband to sleep in the living room with me so that he could change the baby's diaper. Cause I could like, I could feed the baby right from my boobs. So I didn't have to go anywhere, but to change the diaper, I had to get up and move and do <gasps> stuff. Yep. And so I was like, can you sleep out in the living room? And he was like, I don't want to sleep in the living room. That's going to hurt my back. I have to get up and go to work the next day. And, and I was like, get out, get out, get the fuck out. Like if I'm going to do this by myself, with the baby, I'm not going to look at your ass sleeping while I'm doing it. And I fucking so, kicked him out for like three days. Uh, now, riddle <laughs> me this. Why is it that every man impression that a woman is telling about her significant other, uh-huh. why do we always sound like, like that? A because that's from what you Back sound to the Future like or something? To us when I you're making ridiculous comments. Uh, of <laughs> all the friends that I have who are male, nobody talks like that. None no, of us talk like that. Because I've that never, is what... I've, I've never <laughs> talked like this in my whole fucking life. Well, you know what? I've but never talked my like this in my whole life. <laughs> That's how my mom talks in my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. See, I was sensitive to her needs. And actually, uh, again, she doesn't listen to this, but she, the whole feeding thing for her just didn't work. Yeah. Just, Whatever the pro- you know the case yeah, was, yeah, we happens. ended up totally. doing formula, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for both. So I would, I'm sure some of our friends are listening to this. I would get up with the baby. I'm going to confidently say most of the time, because I would rather be tired and deal with baby new, like new new baby. Yeah, up you know every two hours, whatever it was, all night, then not get up and have to deal with tired mama the next day. Yeah. Yeah. So I was the one be like, Nope. I I'll got get this. Em. I got this. I'll get them. <laughs> I'll get them. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely did all of that, but to be fair, my husband was getting up early and going to work and stuff like that. So I usually took care of the kids and stuff. When you were laying on the couch all day, is that, yes, is that what he yeah. told all the guys at work? My lazy ass. Yeah. <laughs> he just lays around all day. <laughs> but now he actually goes to work all day and his ass comes home and he's like, all right, honey, what what should I make for dinner? And he'll make dinner. And so, yeah, I, I I don't know what happened, what switch happened. But all of a sudden, he's like, he's he's on it. I mean, we but take that, turns making dinner, but yeah. That three days you kicked him out must have shook him up real good. Uh, yeah. huh? <laughs> you realize you better shit or get off the pot here. Oh, man. I was like, listen, if I'm going to have to be a fucking warrior woman, I'm not going to do it while looking at you. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just going to make me pissed off. 
Just to see that. But see, I think I was sensitive to, I didn't downplay the pain of childbirth or any of that yeah. kind of stuff. But I got to tell you, it's that the snip on a man, I don't yeah. know too many other people that have had it done, but they've all said similar of the ones that I do know that have done it. All said similar experiences like the procedure, whatever, like good drugs. They numbed it. You're fine. It yeah. was the after effects that you really, that really, was hard. It was, I would take a broken bone. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would literally take a broken arm again over that. And uh, with the three months of casts and everything over that seven days of walking, like you just rode the biggest horse on earth. Uh-huh. all day it was miserable so I, fe I feel bad for him not saying that he should have not laid by you on the couch <laughs> not getting into the middle of your <laughs> domestic disputes well, luckily it's it's been some time now we've gotten uh, over true. it until I have to call him out on a podcast and then I just sure. use him for good content <laughs> well, I appreciate that now we're talking talking shit about your, your husband that's, that's fantastic uh, I feel yeah. like I'm an enabler now somehow yeah, we all are. That's our jobs. <laughs> That's true. It's good. It's yeah. good. All right, my dear. Well, do you want to? Um, I'm going to put everything in the show notes, the links and stuff like that for your shows and whatever. But if you have something in your own words or how people can get a hold of you, where they can find yeah. you, have absolutely it, take it away. Yeah, so I have two shows. Uh, that Trophy Wife Life is a comedy podcast, and you can find that at thattrophywifelife.com. Uh, we're on YouTube, and we're also on all of the podcast platforms. And then I have another show. So if you really like scandalous shit, this one's really fun. It's called The Dirty Little Secrets Club, and we have an anonymous – or we have a website where you can go to anonymously submit your dirty little secret – and then we make a show out of them and we get some really juicy, juicy, good stuff. It's so fun. Um, and you can go to the dirty little secrets club.com for that one. And again, that one's on YouTube and also all of the major podcast platforms. Perfect. Excellent. Am I too far away? Can you still hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you good. Can you hear me? Okay. You're, yep. you're got, you just got fuzzy there for a while. The oh. video got fuzzy. The audio, the audio was fine. Yeah. I just didn't want to be too far away from the microphone. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Like I said, I will put all the show stuff in there. Um, and I had fun. Did you have fun? I, I did. Yeah. This don't fun. answer Thank that you. if you didn't. You can yeah. say no. It's fine. <laughs> when I hit stop on the recording, you'd be like, don't fucking call me again. And then just Look, like, leave. you can, you can edit it all out anyway. So I could be like, man, <laughs> you're such a piece of shit. Nobody will ever know because you're just like, man, we're cutting because, that out. <laughs> well, and even if I didn't cut it out, Nobody's going to respond anyway, so <laughs> bastard. Aunt Patty on Facebook ain't sharing this shit anyway, yeah. so. <laughs> damn you, Patty. I'm lucky I don't have an Aunt Patty because then I can yeah. say, God damn you, Patty. I have an aunt just about everything else because there's yeah. enough of them. But the no 70s Patty. of them. Mm, yes, the 70s. <laughs> All right. Well, I am good if you're good. I am, yeah. It was really nice okay. to meet you. Sweet, you too. And uh, I will... Send you a link when the show is done. Okay. Um, did you... I lost what I was going to say. No, just completely forget. Maybe I'll edit my do you, stupid... Do you need anything song. from me? Do you need like a <coughs> picture or anything like that? I don't know how you promote it. I don't know what you use for you can marketing. can Venmo me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> I have all kinds of needs. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe more wants than needs. Um, 
but yeah, I'll just email me something. Um, okay. Actually, no, I have an idea because you're not blurry anymore. Oh, when yeah. You get far enough away. I'm going to screenshot. Not Let me know when. Okay. Oh, I'm like, oh, look at my. It needs to have alcohol in it. Is that's the problem. <laughs> There's that. All right. And on three. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Am I? Damn it. Do one more time. I'm Fuck, like, did I it get... do it? <laughs> well, yes, but I'm like grandma taking a selfie where I'm looking down instead of looking <laughs> at the camera. Jesus Christ. Look at the camera, not the screen. All right. You ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Perfect. Okay. That's awesome. all I needed. And I'm going to go will... get my wine now. <laughs> Yay. I'll send you a link to the episode when it's done so you can listen to our nonsense if you wish at any time. Awesome. Um, and it's going to be probably three weeks. I think I have a couple recorded. I only do weekly because I'm going to run out of guests otherwise. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I get it. I do that too. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. Go have your wine. Have a good night. Have a good one. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.